All right, hello everyone, and uh, welcome to a special episode of this podcast. Uh, I thought people might be sick and tired of listening to the usual comedy Estonia suspects <laughs> talking utter bullshit. So instead, I thought we talk about flat Earth. <laughs> and uh, this week, I, I'm joined by a man who goes by Conspiracy Cats on YouTube. I came across this channel randomly two years ago, maybe, while I was on a deep dive into the fascinating and depressing world of Flat Earth YouTube. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the to the podcast, Conspiracy Cats. How are you doing? Hey, I'm really good, thanks. And, uh, you know, I'd like to sort of thank you very much for having us on. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, a nice, uh, just a bit of a laugh and a sit down and chat is just what I need with the whole uh, not being able to get out of the house at the minute. So, yeah, thanks, mate. So, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? You're a teacher, right? Mm. Yeah, I started teaching in, oh, I did my training in 2000, or was it 2001? Um, so, yeah, teacher of nearly 20 years, taught secondary school, uh, 11 to 18-year-old. Uh, teaching in science, uh, mainly physics, but all three. So, that's kind of like what I do in, in the real world. And then mm -hmm. I just try and apply that to... Uh, to looking at flat earth videos on YouTube and trying to correct them with where they've gone wrong a little bit. Yeah. Th th which isn't difficult. <laughs> that's what I want to know. Like what, what was it that made you decide, right, I'm going to start telling these boys how it is. <laughs> what was the, the, well, the, the first step you took? Well, right. It's a long story, but I'm going to, I'm going to whittle this down as, as, as quick as I can, because it is a long one, but essentially a kid at school come to me and they watched a video on flat earth and they said, Oh, so is there any truth in this? And I had a laugh and I said, no, but they seemed like dead enthusiastic about it. And normally like that child was, was um, not very, not very enthusiastic with science, you know, and this whole kind of flat earth thing really switched her on. So I thought if I can get in touch with a flat earther on the internet and have a, an interview with them, then maybe the entire class might get more excited about it. So I got in touch with sleeping warrior just randomly. I emailed about five or six people and he was the only one who got back. And then after speaking to him, I realised how full of uh, how full of it he was <laughs> in the whole scene. So, so then I thought I've got to carry on doing more of this. That's the thing about flat Earth is like from from because I I just randomly came across a bunch of these channels, right? So Sleeping Warriors, this guy from from um, the west of the UK. There's, surprisingly enough, there's a, a huge UK flat Earth community, isn't there? Almost, I don't know if, if yeah. I'm just seeing that because I'm Irish and I'm closer to the UK, but even compared to America, it seems to be massive in the UK now. It, it does, and, and I think what what kind of helps that, or doesn't help, depending on which way you look at it, is the fact that because compared to America, we're such a small country, it's very easy for the Flat Earthers to arrange meetups, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and suddenly all the prominent ones from the UK on YouTube, are, they're all building together, and you know, building like a community in the real world as well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so you, you, that's the terrifying thing because I, I didn't actually know that it was because of one of your students approached you with this. That's terrifying. Holy Christ. Yeah. Well, she, she didn't come to me believing it. She come to me, um, like, for my opinion on what they said. She thought it was funny. You know, none of the kids, I mean, even when I showed them the discussion I had with, with Sleeping Warrior, none of them took anything he said seriously. They all laughed at it, you know, which yeah, was yeah. the intention. And then we talked about a bit of science and stuff. But the fact that, the fact is that some kids are watching this stuff out there on YouTube. Yeah, um, because, 
you know the way kids today, if you asked a majority of kids today, what do you want to be when you grow up? They're going to say, I want to be a YouTuber, right? So yeah. YouTube's uh, hold on the youth of today is, is what uh, kind of concerns me a little bit because when you look at, well, Sleeping Warrior is one example, but you remember when Eddie Bravo was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he had that big rant about Flat Earth? Um, yeah. That went out to hundreds of thousands of people. And Joe's position was, look, Eddie, we can't talk about this stuff because there are impressionable kids out there on YouTube. Yeah. Well, that, that thing with Eddie Bravo really surprised me because he um, he's he's a genius in his own field, you know, with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, you know, all the Tenth Planet stuff he's inve- mm-hmm. invented. He's an absolute genius, you know, the rubber guard and, and so on. Yep. And he'll sit there with Joe Rogan and he will point at people that teach sort of really poor martial arts, right? And laugh at them and say, you know, this is dumb. How can people follow them? How can they believe them? Mm-hmm. You know, but then take him out of that and, and put him in flat earth. And he's doing exactly the same thing. He's, he's yeah. criticizing those other people. He's being that blind follower that doesn't understand what he's talking about. So I was really surprised, you know, that he didn't, uh, I don't know, but I think he's always been a bit conspiratorial, isn't he? For some reason, well, a, few a lot of the the BJJ community are into conspiracy theories, period. They're all into something. Um, Eddie Bravo had his own podcast called, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was his, like, he did four episodes or something like that. And he had this other BJJ guy who was a great, from the Gracie family. And they were like, yeah, man, everyone in my gym, they're like, <laughs> hey, man, they come up to me saying, Kim Trills, man. I'm like, hey, forget Kim Trills, bro. Flat Earth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a weird one because you're it's, right, uh, yeah. Jo- Joe's always showing those videos of the guys who pinch the shoulder and then the guy flops on the ground and they're all like, you know, <laughs> like Spock from Star Trek or something. Yeah. It's like have that, but yeah, but like rightly so, he'll laugh at them and he'll say these people need putting in check. How can people be so gullible to believe it? You know, because I've, I even heard him say once because all the truth is out there now. You look at the UFC and you see what works and you see what doesn't. Yeah, and if you yeah. want to learn how to mm-hmm. fight. You, you, you use stuff that they're using in MMA. You take the best of wrestling, the best of boxing. And I heard him say it. But then why is he not applying? Why is he not applying that? Why is he saying, oh, you know what? I'll forget all the scientific research in the papers, you know, and I'll uh, I'll believe someone who can't pour water on a football. You know, it's crazy. Where do you think it comes from really, though? Because I, I see patterns. Um, it's almost like a personality trait that's fairly common in not just flat earth, but even in like, the short seller community, the the skeptic. There's this there's this pattern of behavior. Like, where does it come from? I, I mean, I, I'm no psychologist, but my my humble opinion uh, is that a lot of the people that believe in flat Earth, I think it appeals to them because it makes them feel like the part of a the part of a club that's got this enlightened knowledge. And and I, extrapolating back from that, I'm you know. A lot of them aren't very well educated. And I bet they've gone through school and they've underperformed. I bet they've, you know, they've, they've not probably, in most of their cases, performed really well, uh, like work-wise, in their jobs. And maybe they feel like it's not their fault and the man, you know, it's all the man's fault, you know. But now they've got this 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 little bit of knowledge that nobody else has got, and, and suddenly they're ahead of the curve. Now they are the the special ones who are more intelligent than everyone else. And I think I think that's quite appealing to them. And, of course, it helps that they don't have the understanding to realise why what they're being told is nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of dismissed Flat Earth for a long time, as many people did. What really kind of shocked me was I, I was at a wedding in 2017, 
and I was at a table with uh, six other people and three of the six other people didn't know each other. But when one guy brought up Flat Earth, these two other guys who were into Flat Earth were like, wah, kindred spirits. And now all of a sudden, they spent the entire wedding trying to convince everyone the Earth is flat. And when yeah. the drink started flowing, um, they got weirdly aggressive. And that really kind of made me go, hmm, like this is, this is yeah. not, this is odd. <laughs> I think you, you've hit the nail that with the, the whole sort of aggression thing there. I uh, obviously there are, there are flat earthers on YouTube who, who who make the money out of trying to you know of being the aggressive flat earther shouting out you know. But even even the ones that comment to me or email me in private and start off with the best of intentions and, and start off being really polite, you know they might try and convince me by telling me something. And and the more I reply and say, well actually no, this is what I think. Even though I'm being civil about it, those emails become more and more aggressive. Mm -hmm. Almost like, how dare you not see the obvious? You know, they, they do get angry with it. Um, so, I'm not the, sure why. The one that kind of uh, disappointed me was you used to have this relatively friendly back and forth with this sleeping warrior guy on on YouTube, and it it, it seems that he, as time went on, he got more and more aggressive to the point of pure absurdity. Just coming yeah. up with just ridiculous analogies that I don't even want to fucking mention. He, he yeah, he's a he was that first person that I spoke yeah. to. Mm -hmm. um, and we did for those first few months. Um, when I wasn't making videos that much on Flat Earth, we, we communicated on Skype two, three times a day, you know. Mm -hmm. And But exactly what I've just said there about the emails the more time went on and the more he saw that I just wasn't going to agree with him. Cause I think he thought he was going to turn me into a flat earther. Like yeah. the more, the more he realized that, yeah, that I wasn't going to agree with him. Then he got aggressive on the Skype messages. He called me a liar. He, he blocked me, would speak to me again. And then that transferred to his YouTube videos. And it's exactly just what we said. The, the, just that slow descent into aggressiveness. Yeah. You know, have you ever experienced, um, people trying to go after you in your personal life have you ever have you ever had to worry about like ranty worrying about his life is under threat <laughs> remember that one video <laughs> have you ever had to look over your shoulder you know on your way to your painting job wondering oh, who are those boys in the car <laughs> yeah, with the, the license plate flat earth one <laughs> facing me down the road <laughs> oh Christ! Um, no, I get loads of comments. I've had I've had death threat comments. You know, I've had people tell me they're going to stab me and all sorts, but only comments on YouTube. And uh, my way of that is I uh, I show the comments and turn them into a song. You know, that's that's the way that's I, I deal with that. I don't yeah, don't take any. I don't take it seriously. But no, I've, I've, and but strangely because I do live near quite a lot. Um, Sleeping where we've talked about, I could drive to where he lives within half an hour. Ranty, I could drive to where he lives within 40 minutes. I know Antonio Subrats um, is, is is about 40 minutes away from me as he's well. He's a very strange man. He's a very odd man. He's, I've never had a full-blown conversation with him. Is he British? Uh, I changed no, he's a few Spanish minutes. or something, isn't he? Is, is, he's, he's not from he the UK. He's not, no. no. So, so his English is very good. Like, you know, like, it's like exceptionally good. Uh, but I don't know how long he's been speaking it for. He's got that weird, that weird accent of his, which I thought for years, I thought he was a British man just putting on this, you know, <laughs> I, I gotcha, like little voice of his. But then I heard him speak Spanish and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're capable no, of doing he, he, two things at the same time. Woo. <laughs> he, 
he has and sometimes that puts me shit because like i can't speak two languages and i think well actually like uh you know that's that's pretty cool but but he, no his english is i will say his english is exceptional uh it, less his science is less so <laughs> but his english is good do you ever uh, worry that um because it, it's getting bigger right flat earth it's starting to grow like you have to admit it is it's getting bigger and bigger yeah yeah it is and i know youtube's obviously youtube have got a lot to say for that uh, a lot sorry a lot of um uh responsibility for that but when they said they were going to stop promoting flat earth as much that that's definitely happened. I, I know that I've got two channels. I've got the Conspiracy Cats one, I've got the Baldy Cats one. Mm-hmm. And the Conspiracy Cats one has got far, far, far more Flat Earth content than the Baldy Cats. But, and it's also got twice as many subscribers. However, as a channel now, it gets less views than the Baldy Cats channel um, because YouTube are not promoting it now because of that Flat Earth relationship. So hopefully they're taking steps. And maybe they need to take more steps. Maybe they need to... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say go around censoring thing we don't want that but i don't know maybe they, they could push it even less than they are in a way you're kind of happy to have flat earth right <laughs> well you know <laughs> it gives me so much to laugh at but honestly like it's a really good point because the past couple of months i've been thinking like how much have i contributed to these other flat earth channels growing you know and like do i really want long term to be associated with that and it's probably a bit too late, you know, like maybe, but I yeah. put out, uh, I don't know if you, if, uh, if you remember, but I did put out a message to the, that Baldy Cats won't make any more. I, I saw that, of, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, all, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Conspiracy Cats will tone it down. So I am, it's been fun, but it's... You're going to give Simon good. Dan the monopoly, are you? I'm going to let him win. <laughs> Is it, yeah, I'm going to let him catch up to me. <laughs> but, but before you started to do the whole conspiracy cats thing, did you um were you always into music? Were you always like writing little bits of music here and there, that kind of thing? Um, no, I I used to be in a band, um, and I had to leave the band when I got a promotion. At, um, I got promoted to like assistant head teacher at school, and it took so much time that I for about two years. I barely picked the guitar up, barely touched it. Um, so it was good to get. Uh, now I'm not doing that. It's a good way to, to, to get back into it. Because that's what I've seen, especially I your latest video you put out a week ago when you were, <laughs> at, when Ranty debunked you on the fly. And he, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you wrote that little song uh, about the, the line going over New Zealand and being under New Zealand. Yeah, It's almost as if like Flat Earth has become your creative conduit to... To, to give the world your music, right? <laughs> well, I have, I have, I do work with somebody who's got a band, uh, like, and, and they are very, very good, and they're going to take all the songs that we've done and put them on a Spotify playlist, so every night, put, turn them into big, big full-length feature productions. So yeah, watch your space, watch your space. But I think it's, it's good fun. Like, I just wish I could do it properly. I wish I had the, you know, I wish I could have properly record, you know, and had all the. Um, uh, you know all the kit and the mixing stuff for doing it, but you don't really need you know, all that fancy stuff. What you're doing is fine. I mean, you're you know, it's rough and ready, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It uh, it keeps me amused. Like, <laughs> would you ever think of going to a convention in person, a flat Earth convention? Ooh, you know what? I would, I would, but I think 
I, I certainly wouldn't be welcome. You know what I mean? Oh, I, God. I would, and like, it would be seen as if, as if I would be going to just antagonise people. Just me being sat there, people would take offensively. So, so do I don't us. know. You should See. do it. Because it, it, well, because sure. the the flat, I think it was it was called the Flat Earth Roadshow. They, they did like a European wide tour. It mm-hmm. was um, I don't know who was behind it, but there was a few of those familiar faces there. Um, I can't think of any of the names now. I think who was that guy with the deep deep British voice? The, Adam Meakin. Adam Meakin. No? He he was on. Yeah, he was there, and they were here in in Tallinn in Estonia. Uh, last November, oh, right. and I was out of the country, and I was like, "Ah, shite! I could have gone because <laughs> I would have taken the piss. I would have pretended to be into flat Earth and like, <laughs> and gone really like, what, what about full fucking concave Earth, man? How the Earth, man? Like push them and make them look silly. But I, as far as I know, the police came and made them uh, get out. So was it, was that was that the uh, the the city that Adam Meakin got arrested in, or was that somewhere else? No, that was in. Uh, sh- oh crap! I, that was in. It, that might have been in Spain or France or somewhere like that, or Belgium. I think it was Belgium, maybe. Oh, see, I, I don't know if I've got the story wrong on that. Like, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. But from my point of view, like from what I've, I've I've seen and heard, the police wanted to see what he had in a. Am I right? They wanted to see what he had in a package. Yeah, because yeah. he thought suspect. Yep. And he said no, and they said, we're going to arrest you if you don't get And then he said no, so they just arrested him. And then he he, he was whinging afterwards that he got kidnapped. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> they told you. you I, I've, I've watched, unfortunately, I've watched the whole video that um, some lady was streaming, and it seems they, were, they started to pull the whole sovereign citizen thing at the same time. Oh. You know, like, we don't recognize your laws. We are, this is a... Their whole thing is this is a public place, therefore we can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> you know? that's, I would have loved to have seen them try go against the Estonian police. I would have paid money to watch that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, some, some police uh, very much um, a zero tolerance for stuff like that, aren't they? You know, that, that would have been hilarious. But speaking of going to conferences, I don't know if you saw Team Skeptic, um, he did that. Team Skeptic, for anyone who doesn't know, is another... Um, I mean, he's one of my favourite channels. I think he's a really good sort of like anti-flat Earth channel. Mm-hmm. But he went to the um, was it the Dallas Flat Earth Conference? I don't know. I have I've I have I missed that one. Oh, oh, there's some stories there. He, oh, he go on. The, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> he, he went and um, there was oh all sorts kicked off there. It was it was crazy. Are you familiar with Nathan Thompson, the one who got arrested? Of course for, I am. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not? Everybody is the guy. For anyone who, who listens to you but doesn't know, he, he's quite famous for being arrested for um, harassing school children very recently, wasn't he? Mm-hmm, yep. And he's well, the guy he, who, he, he, he was also the guy who uh, harassed an, a NASA employee in a, in a pub in oh, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's viral, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Starbucks. That was it, Starbucks. Oh, yeah, Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. If you type in Flat Earth NASA Starbucks, it will come up on YouTube, I'm sure. And it, it went absolutely viral. Well, he was there and... Um, yeah, I think things got quite almost physical between him and Team Skeptic. Nathan Thompson oh, was okay. going around with a camera, putting it in everyone's faces, screaming at people, shouting at people, and uh, it got quite nasty, I think. Um, He's an awful few, bollocks, but- though. He, he had a confrontation with uh, George, N- uh, how do you pronounce his second name, Ntenyahuk? Yeah, I can't pronounce it either. Yeah, I know what you mean. Was Hattingo. that the same event that that happened? 
Same event, yeah. Yeah, all oh. sorts happened there. So that guy that took his hat was Team Skeptic? No, the guy that... This is the guy who took his hat was a guy called M. Stone. And he 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 faced down with uh, fat, uh, flat Earth Fucker, I think his name is Fucker, that is F-O. I'm not sorry. Flat Earth Fucker Family and uh, somebody else. And they don't... Um, uh, they, they, he was just sat having a drink at a table, and they, you know, they, they all came over to call him a troll and harass him. And that guy was like Clint Eastwood in an old kind of like Wild West movie. He was sipping his drink. They all came over to swear at him. He put his uh, put his glass down on the table, sat in his chair, looked at them, started rocking back. Then he took his straw and put it in his mouth like Clint Eastwood would have like a match. <laughs> It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. And he's just looking at these guys. Honestly, yeah, Team Skeptic's channel is where that's all at. You, you've got to go and have a look. Oh, it's brilliant. I, I, I didn't know that Team Skeptic had his own run-in with Thompson. Oh, I think, yeah, and, and, and it lingered afterwards. And then not so long after, they met to have a face-to-face -face debate on um, Modern Day Debates. Is that the channel, Modern Day Debates? Yeah. They, they, they actually sat down next to each other, um, debated live. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of de speaking of debates, though, when when a flat earther asks you to come on for a debate, you know immediately it's not going to be a debate, right? Exactly. Yeah. The, the well, most frustrating thing about trying to watch, because for anyone listening to this, these debates go for two, three, maybe four hours into the night, and unfortunately, <laughs> I have listened to many of them. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of my girlfriend, who at one point, she was listening. She could not listen to Sleeping Warrior's voice anymore. She just told me, turn that fucker off. <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't deal with the, uh, the, the Merseyside accent anymore. She'd had enough. <laughs> so she will never visit Merseyside ever again because of uh, uh, <laughs> Sleeping Warrior. He's ruined it for everybody. Yeah. He's ruined it. But, but th those debates, even though sometimes, and this is the one thing I, I would have to say against the whole debunking flat earth thing, is even though there is often a moderator there, control is lost way too quickly. Yeah, and I think that comes with like what we said before, that as soon as, as, soon as you're not seen to be agreeing with them, it very quickly descends into this aggressive sort of uh, attitude, you know. Um, and there's no... On the other hand as well, you know, th these guys are flat earthers for a reason. They can't do basic trigonometry. So, you know, when you're sat there trying to talk about how Polaris or um, equatorial mounts prove the globe, you know, you may as well be talking to an ant about how to program a computer because mm -hmm. they, they haven't got the... So they haven't got the... Uh, I'm not saying the willingness to listen, but they, they haven't got the tools to comprehend what you're telling them live on the fly. They're not interested. I wonder where that brashness comes from, where if they don't understand a topic, they will try to almost reinvent it from scratch. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, it's typical Dunning-Kruger, isn't it? I mean, if you if you know so little about something, then you've probably got no idea how big and vast that topic is, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, I don't know anything about archaeology. I haven't got a clue about archaeology, right? But if I was to say, oh, archaeology is all nonsense, because, honestly, when I dig a hole... Um, you, you know, sometimes I find something like a digital watch in there. That's a really bad example. You got, you, the, you, is that the worst example you, you've you, ever had? You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful by saying you don't know anything about uh, archaeology because they're going to come back now, clip this and go, hey, look, his seismometer experiment is debunked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's, 
<laughs> that's it. Well, because they don't know anything about them, they think it. They think just a hand wave catchphrase or a dismissal covers all the bases, and they don't see that it doesn't even begin to cover, you know, the first corner of the first base. Yeah. Because they they, they just they just don't know, you know. I mean, like. Uh, uh, to be on the imaginary curve channel and a lot of the people that go oh on there. Oh God! Don't get me started on Dill. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no. Like, a prime example is, is is that you know you you'll want to talk about Polaris and the observations and how you can measure the angle of Polaris in the sky and it proves the Earth can't be flat. Blah blah blah. And you know there's a lot to it, but because he just doesn't comprehend the most basic sort of trigonometry, it's enough for him. And I think he genuinely believes it. It's enough for him just to say, oh, you can't you can't tell anything about the ground by looking at the sky, right? And that's it. That's his one sentence that he thinks covers all the bases. You know, and, and it's sad to see, really. It's sad to watch. Dell is one of those guys. Dell, for anyone who wants to check out a fantastic channel, it's called Beyond the Imaginary Curve on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. If you type in Beyond the Imaginary Curve... Uh, Good luck finding it because I it, YouTube doesn't even list it anymore. It doesn't even. I think one. I think one of your videos is what actually comes up. Oh, that must kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's mentioned that before. Yeah, but uh, this well, guy because I spend I spend a lot of the year in Scotland uh, before Corona pri- imprisoned me in this country. Uh, no offense, Estonians who are listening, um, <laughs> but uh, he's he's one of those guys where I would love to come upon him in the public just to. Have a chat with him mm. with his little basketball and his <laughs> his roided up fucking traps. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, he's, he's a he's an interesting character, you know. To be honest, I think he's the kind of guy that if we were talking about anything other than science, like I'd quite enjoy to sit and have a beer with him. You know what I yeah. mean? Because like mm-hmm. it just makes me laugh. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot yeah. of these guys seem fairly like Sleeping Warrior is. He's what he is, but he still seems like a kind of guy I could have a few pints with, you know. Yeah, like, well, like I said, when I first when I first um, kind of arrived on the scene for a long time, I, I'd I'd say that we were pretty close to becoming friends. You know, mm-hmm. we never met in the world, but we were speaking that often on Skype and talking every day on calls about you know this bit of science, that bit of science. You, you know, we developed a bit of a relationship, and I, I got to quite happily met him for a beer, you know. Like you, you, you seem to have a fairly, uh, I have to keep explaining this shit to people who don't understand, especially my poor mother who's listening to this wondering, what? (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a a little conversation with my mother once, uh, two Christmases ago. She could not figure out how, she thought rockets just go up and then they're in space. And trying to explain orbit to her made me realize Uh just how difficult it is for some people to comprehend simple mechanics like that, you know? Well, that—that's it. I mean, like, you would—you would. That is just intuitive. A lot of the a lot of the arguments that the flat earthers get stuck with are they get stuck because they are counterintuitive. Like, say, you know, space is up, so why don't rockets go up? You know, they don't. Like, I don't know. I don't. But that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I mean. So anyway, what I was saying was that you seem to have this fairly cordial relationship with the the guy who was one of the subjects of your video last week. Ranty Flat Earth. You seem to have a fairly friendly relationship with this guy. Uh, more recently, like more recently, there was a time when he he despised me, um, and if he saw me in the chat room somewhere, he, I he don't fucking blame him. <laughs> I was so I wouldn't be so nice to him, um, <laughs> but I, I think to be honest, he he out of all of them, I think he's probably 
not as trigger happy as the likes of Nathan Oakley. You know, he's he is more willing to sit and have a discussion, and he's more willing to take a bit of banter. He gets it. He kind of gets it. You know, he kind of gets yeah. it. Whereas, I mean, Nathan Oakley, he. I think he's an alien sent here to test us. He must be an alien sent here because he is such a... I could write a book on Nathan Oakley. I would don't want to because he would just... I'd get him to write the foreword, thanks for the advert, or whatever he'd say. <laughs> but uh, he's... Because it, he's... A, I actually think he's a fairly... I don't want to I don't want to use the word dangerous individual, but he's a... He's an example of how narcissism and certain psychological behavior can lead to it i it's almost like a cult now the flat earth debate isn't it it is and you know what's funny you should mention the behavior and the, the cult side so because i don't know if you've ever gone back and listened to debate number one debate number two debate number three i have all the way up i think to about debate 70 he was meek and mild cordial mm -hmm. and then something happened in those like mid 70s uh, a switch was flipped and he, he did become this absolute monster that, that you couldn't talk to, you couldn't reason with. And he's created a cult of people that just want to see that side of him. If you, if you want to, if anyone out there is interested in this stuff, go if you can, if you care enough to be even listening half an hour into this podcast, obviously you're yeah. here for a reason. Um, when you go back and watch not even his flat earth debate videos, just his very, very, very first videos where he is reviewing cameras and when he is talking about technology. And you can see the... There's this one video where he still has long hair and his wife is pregnant with their first kid. And he's genuinely... He has this like childlike excitement about discovering this flat earth thing. And he almost seems a little bit scared at the, at the prospect of moving into it. And that terrified me when I saw it because here was a guy who was documenting his core beliefs being shook from the very beginning. And yeah. then I went on the big old rabbit hole that led from there to the first Flat Earth debate where he was, nobody came, nobody, one or two people joined, and then you keep watching and watching, and you are, you are watching the, you're watching a human being descend into madness. That's the only way you can put it. And it's tragic, yeah. it's genuinely sad, you know? It, it is, and I've noticed, uh, I mean, I've been in this for well, not far off two years now, mm -hmm. and in the time I've been in, uh, some of the people I've watched, are, and I won't make videos on them anymore or include them in my videos because I've seen the same thing in them. I've just seen them going from somebody who, you know, who's saying a few silly things we can laugh at to somebody that I'm genuinely worried about, you know, like I think that there is something not right here. I'm 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 reading a book at the moment about um, Charlie Manson and the family and all that stuff and the pattern of like I'm not Nathan if you're watching you're not Charlie Manson you're not you're not that smart all right <laughs> but there's a pattern of behavior that does pull in these outside people and and the people they pull in are often very vulnerable people lonely people people who are looking to be part of something. And that doesn't just apply to Flat Earth, that could apply to anything. But um, one of the examples that really kind of... And I think about this kid far, far too many times a week, but Arwen is a very good example of this. Yeah. A very vulnerable young man who he has had br breakdowns that the public can, can go see. And he is the, 
this is why I say Nathan Oakley is dangerous because this is the kind of kid that can be brought into this cult of such. You you are yeah. Sorry, I was going to say you, you are you are aware he's in his forties. You know, Arwen. Yeah. He's older than me. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, but he's I'm 32 and I'm calling Arwen a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even. Oh, that's even. That's even sadder. Ah, fuck. Yeah, but but you are right though. He, you know he's going to have that effect. And I don't want to name this guy, um, but there is someone who is of that age that you probably thought oh, I was. You know, quite. Uh, but I mean, Arwen does look quite young. But some guy in Australia recently who still living with his dad and his dad filmed and documented police coming and taking him away um and he was screaming all the the almost carbon copy and the type of stuff nathan oakley says on his show he's a big nathan oakley fan is this kid you know screaming about second law of thermodynamics limited resolution of the eye all that kind of stuff and he was just hacked off by the by, you know by the police and you think well actually nathan's had a, had a hand in that yeah it's not just innocent youtube tiddlywinks you know especially i i had to, i drew a line um, not when he smacked his kid uh, live on stream. Actually, surprisingly enough, I I drew a line when, um, when Jose kind of got out. There, there's this other. I keep having to explain this to people. There's this other <laughs> channel called Jose JG Gonzalez. He was a flat earther for a very long time. He worked in a warehouse in 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 America. He would use the the floor space of the warehouse to prove that um. The Earth is flat because they could replicate drop based on this because the floor has to be perfectly flat over a, a mile of warehouse, right? <laughs> but yeah. but Jose kind of got disenfranchised by the whole thing and and or disenchanted by the whole thing and left. And he went on. I'll never forget it. He went on Arwin, this vulnerable forty-year-old apparently. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I had no idea. He went on his live show. And told him like Arwin, what is what are we doing? What are why what are we doing? Like why are we doing this flat earth thing? I don't know about this anymore. And Arwin immediately like fired back at him like I don't know if, if you've seen this stream. Um I have attacked it and they were good they got on very well before that and, and he attacked him and he was Oh, what did he call him now? Was it was he like a backstabber, a traitor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was really sad to watch that actually. Really but, sad to watch. But that stream where Jose went on with Arwen, it reminded me of all those stories you hear about Scientologists whose family members leave and they yeah. turn on them instantly, like that. Friendships are broken in an instant, purely out of some weird belief system that you don't ascribe to anymore. It's terrifying. Exactly. And it's happened a few times. I mean, um, Tiger Dan was somebody who I think just came out of Flat Earth before I started making my videos. And he was, he was absolutely hounded. So he got some absolutely horrendous abuse. More recently, Seek Truth, Speak Truth, uh, somebody that is now making videos debunking Flat Earth. Again, he, he just gets all sort of horrendous, horrendous comments. Um, it's almost like if, you, if you're a Flat Earther and you decide you're not going to be one anymore, it's almost like, you know, to them, you've robbed the house or slept with the wife, you know. Mm -hmm. so, or both. Or both. <laughs> or both, yeah. But um, like uh, you've had a run in, you've had your own fair share of run-ins with Nathan Oakley, haven't you? Would I, you even be able to be on his debate show anymore? Would he even have you? Oh, he'd have me because what 
Firstly, Nathan Oakley is a is a YouTuber, right, and, and more than a flat earther, and he wants views and he wants the, uh, the his ego raising, and he would love to have me on there so he could literally press the mute button, uh, not let me speak, and then make it look to everybody like, oh, conspiracy cats was on, and he, you know, and he couldn't answer anything Nathan said, you know, he would love that. Um, <clears throat> but what guts Nathan really badly is that when I first started my channel and Sleeping Warrior thought I was about to become a flat earther, on Nathan's show, it was Nathan Oakley and Sleeping Warrior who gave me a shout-out the day I started my channel and got me my first 200 <laughs> subscribers. Thanks for the advert. <laughs> he hates me reminding him of that. He absolutely hates it. So, like, yeah. So And, and things obviously worked out well from there because because uh, of the start that they give us. It was brilliant. So, yeah, but I wouldn't go on. The whole um, the whole cult thing with Nathan Oakley though, because he I don't even think he believes this shit anymore. I think he he crossed the threshold at some point where he realized I can I can make these people believe this stuff even though I don't believe it anymore, and I can keep the train going, so to speak. And when he first opened up his Patreon, he he got very little money, and he would make a point of saying, "Look, I'm not doing this for the money. Look, I'm getting no money." But now he is getting a not insignificant amount of money on Patreon, and he has kind of closed ranks a bit. And it's just cult 101. I should write a book about this. <laughs> it is. It is exactly. And I think you're right about him not really being a genuine flat earther. Now, are you aware of the uh, the message he was caught about uh, caught sending about the lighthouse? Is that a story you've heard? I might have uh, refreshed my memory. I, I don't remember. Well, uh, he was doing a he was doing a one of his debate shows and Sleeping Warrior was on and, and a guy called Cat Earther was on and Cat Earther was great talking name about yo oh, great superb name and he, he was talking about seeing a, a lighthouse and it being obstructed from the bottom and anyway in the middle of that uh, Nathan Oakley accidentally shared his screen and he, I don't think he meant to when he shared his screen he, he was in some kind of like chat with with uh, Sleeping Warrior in the background and Cat Earther managed to screen grab it and. He, it's on his channel now. But essentially, it was Nathan Oakley saying, we, we cannot talk about this point. We can't talk about this point if he tries to move him away because they are perfect globe proofs. And uh, that video is out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a uh, Photoshop. That's a fake. That's all. That's all. Photoshop. That's Cat Arthur works for NASA, man. Can't believe well, he's he's admitted doing it. He's he's tried to say that it was taken out of context. Ah. He wasn't quick enough to think it was doctored. Um, so he didn't even again, go like, oh, I was just trolling. I meant to do it. He was saying full out of context. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. I don't think he'd realized he'd done it until Cat put his video out. And by then it was too late because people had gone over to Nathan's video, watched it and saw that he actually did do it. So he couldn't really deny it. Um, but yeah, he, 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 it's crazy. How much of the, the, the whole Flat Earth debate thing do you still follow? Do you still follow along to the... Obviously, you can't spend hours a day watching it, right? No, I don't. I don't follow it at all. Um, what I do is um, I will spend maybe two hours on a Sunday afternoon typing Flat Earth, what's going on this week into YouTube, and I'll look for videos that I think look interesting, and then I'll download them. And then that's it. And then I only work with the videos I've downloaded and I just don't watch it. Um, so, yeah, I've had enough now. I used to when I started, but just like you were saying with your girlfriend before, I just can't go on yeah. listening to the same. I've had enough. I think what, what, what made me really stop was, and oh, first of all, yeah, like everyone who listens to this podcast who I've talked about about Flat Earth, they're all 
the first thing they mention is, oh, have you seen the documentary on YouTube? The 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 Bob Nodell thing. <laughs> but but what the, what these people don't know is the massive rift that that documentary caused in the flat Earth community because of that gyro, that laser gyro experiment. Um, people who watched the documentary Beyond the Curve, that documentary didn't just end <laughs> at the end of the documentary. It caused this massive split between Bob Nodell from the documentary and Nathan Oakley, the guy that we love and, and you know, I've been talking about for the last 20 minutes. Um, because Bob, does he actually believe that the Earth spins now on, on its axis? Or does he actually go full he's, ether? You know, he's backpedaled, back yeah. He's, he's saying that uh, somehow he's now, you know, the, the fiber optic gyroscope proves the ether. Uh, mm. And it's the ether, you know. But at first, he couldn't explain his results. Uh, so that 15 degree per hour drift, which he spotted, which is predicted by the heliocentric model, which he perfectly measured, obviously has got nothing to do with the fact the Earth is turning. You know, it's, he's made a different scientific discovery. But the fallout from that was very vitriolic. You know, he was, uh, oh, he got some really nasty, nasty comments from that. I mean, he, I mean him, him personally too, but that experiment and that documentary was what set Nathan Oakley down the path of now redefining what science is because that's what they do now like and quantum eraser that 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 was what brought them all together that documentary yeah. and Nathan's um like shaking voice uh, the, um Bob Nodell has this show on Sundays uh with the Jaron Jaronism guy with the guy, the guy who did the laser experiment uh, the light experiment at the very end of the documentary they had Nathan Oakley on, and Nathan Oakley disagreed with them on what an experiment was, and that's what caused this massive split in Flat Earth to where now Nathan Oakley, Sleeping Warrior, Quantum Eraser, they've redefined science. <laughs> well, all of that is a tactic for um, avoiding debate, you know, and, and he does this with, with everything. So, for example, for those people who aren't aware of uh, what happened in the documentary, a fiber-optic gyroscope should show 15-degree per hour drift if the Earth is spinning in once every 24 hours, which it is. And um, <clears throat> basically, Nathan Oakley come on and said, that's not a scientific experiment because you need an independent and a dependent variable. Rather than just address the fact that this, we've got a measuring device that's measured something, he says, right, that's not science. And therefore, if it's not science, we can pretend it's not there. And he, if, he can, if he can direct the conversation into like silly word games like that, he doesn't have to address the main point. And he does it with everything. You know, you could talk to him about Polaris and he'll say, well, hang on, hang on, before we talk about the observation of Polaris, what's our independent dependent variable? Because he can spin that out for 45 minutes um, <clears throat> and not address the point. And that's what he does day in, day out. It's, it's come down to pure semantics. Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, to be fair, he's got quite good at muting people and picking up semantics, you know. I'm not sure it's the best skill in life you could hope to achieve, but he's nailed it, yeah. Weirdly enough, I think Nathan Oakley would be a better lawyer than Sleeping Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sleeping Warrior, he's represented, I mean, I won't go into the details of the, of the case, but it's quite well known, so I'm not giving out information yeah, that yeah. nobody knows. But he's represented himself in court before with catastrophic, uh, catastrophic effects. What did the judge say at the end? He he said, uh, oh, can we even go into this? Because <laughs> the judge is... I don't know which... <laughs> I mean, there's no libel law in Estonia, so I don't care. <laughs> there we go. Your, your podcast, you, you go on. <laughs> I think uh, the judge... Oh, see, I forget what the judge said. It was like, it was basically, you have no grasp on 
the terminology or something, right? It was like you, the judge was just going, what? <laughs> it was it was very much a bitch slap, wasn't it? So excuse me, language. It was very much a, uh, I'm going to put you in your place, wasn't it? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, which is just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But, um, you know, to be fair, it didn't stop him because, no. you know, no. he's carried on. You know, I think he appealed and lost that and then lost the appeal to that and, you know, brilliant. Do you know anything, and um, I don't want to... I don't want to be silly about this, but do you know um, how his dog is doing by any chance, no? All I know is, because I don't speak to him, is the last video that I saw that he put up was him claiming that he cured this Westy lung. And from, from what I've heard from other people, it can't be cured. You know, hopefully he's alleviating the symptoms of the dog, but it's not going to be cured. And that's, that's, that's all I know. I don't know a great deal about it. Because I, I de- that, that's the only... Um, conversation with him i've ever had was look i told him to get his dog on cbd oil to because it will reduce the mucus in the lungs but it's just prolonging it more than curing it you know so i've kind of because i've completely cut off i don't watch his videos anymore so i don't know if i i assume that you did but i guess you've cut off uh, ties as well so yeah i don't watch but in the video that i did see um, the dog was running around happy, not wheezing, not coughing. You know, the dog looked, to, and he was saying, look at my healthy dog. So whatever you recommended to him has definitely eased the, the suffering the dog was under, um, which is great, you know. Right. Um, I wanted to get back into Nathan Oakley just very briefly <laughs> because uh, it's it's. I was talking about how, how they've basically redefined science, right? So they're they're trying to say that they are now scientists and that mainstream yeah. science is wrong. And this recent one, I don't know, because you said that you've, you've stopped watching. This black swan thing, can, can you explain oh, this to me? Yeah, so essentially there's two oil rigs out at sea and when you, uh, when you look at the photograph that they've been shot, they're called black, it's called the black swan because apparently the, the two oil rigs from that angle look like two swans, okay? Um, and when you look at the photograph, the one that's furthest in the distance, we shouldn't be able to see as much of it as we can. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the horizon seems to be too far away. So they're saying we can see too far. Now, they're claiming that's proof of flat Earth. Now, for a start, even though it's not, they're completely ignoring the fact that we can't see, you know, anything beyond that. Uh, that you know, we, we can't see any, any land masses behind that secondary. But they claim that is flat Earth proof. Um you know, I can tell you why it's, it isn't. I don't want to bore audience if you've not seen it, but I can tell you why it isn't, but that's up to you. Do it. Go ahead. I'm, not, I'm, your, I'm your audience right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, essentially, there's uh, people have been out there. Blue Marble Science is fantastic at stuff like this. You know, he's got hold of photographs of the same oil, uh, of the same oil rigs, different times of day, multiple photographs of these, all showing that that, that second oil rig uh, is, is cut off from the bottom. And you can't see it. You know, it is it is hidden by Earth curve. But the picture, if you see, and this is the farcical thing. If you look at the picture that they use for Black Swan, the, they are bendy oil rigs. There's that much refraction, distortion, that they look like they're made out of jelly and everything is bent. So clearly, on a day where you've had a lot of atmospheric refraction, you can see a little bit further. And they're showing that there's a lot of atmospheric refraction in the photograph. But when you see all the photographs that have very little atmospheric refraction and they don't look like they're made out of jelly, um, we see 
we see that them being cut off by the the obstruction of the earth so they've just cherry picked one photograph and then ignored the fact that they need to be able to reproduce it over and over and over and over i do love blue marble science though he's good he he's is good his it? intros are almost as good as your little reading of the comments <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my name's nathan joke <laughs> He, he is good though he's good and he's so good at the i haven't got the patience to sit down there with google earth or photographs and do all the calculations and measurements to make the video and like maybe i should but i just haven't got the patience to do it but he's so good at doing that and you just can't refute what he says he's so thorough um yeah i'm a big big fan of never of never Marvel. never mess with a retired man a man who's retired <laughs> and has a mission <laughs> he's got, yeah he's got the time on his hands and the donkey <laughs> no he's great he spends yeah he's uh he's brilliant there's a couple like him um ruhif you know very very similar you know very thorough in the way they debunk videos mm -hmm. just uh wolfy 6020s you know another one i'm just naming youtubers now that do yeah. high quality stuff that who's that other who's that kid from from australia um play to work Tanner Walk, yeah, he's great too, yeah. Tanner Walk, yeah. Yeah, New Zealand, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a... He's from he's New Zealand, man. oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, just if he's listening, he'd be like, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's New Zealander and he's, he's very good. I've got a lot of time for, for Tanner Walk. Really nice kid. I wonder how, how it feels um, for these Flat Earth channels where the debunking videos are far more successful than their own videos. Now, I know Simon Dan was accused in the beginning of being a NASA shill, having uh, whatever, like <laughs> it, they said that a YouTuber pushing him. But uh, yeah. there's there's so many now. There's so many channels that debunking stuff. And and uh, it's it's really great. Yeah. But uh, is it, it's not enough. We got to do more. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's such a good point. I like Simon Dan was brilliant. And I, I remember speaking to Simon Dan when he was on about 500 subs and because I had a different channel that was doing purely educational stuff. The one that I spoke to Riley, uh, Sleeping Warrior on and, you know, and, and he's, he's, he's how I found so you, well. by the way, I found you through Simon Dan. So Simon Dan, if you're most watching, people, well, you know, <laughs> most people do find me through, which again, when people accuse me of buying subscribers, I know for a fact, that's not true. I know for a fact that every single time he releases a video, I get a surge in views because people find you know find me through his videos so i can't wait until he releases a video on a tuesday and friday i'm like that's brilliant you know <laughs> like one of my favorite way. ever streams that i have seen around this whole flat earth thing was the very first award show that you and him did and he wore uh, did you wear a suit as well both of you wore a suit yeah, i think but the the piss taken that went back and forth, I have not laughed as hard since. Because now the, the Flat Earth Award Show has become this big thing where everyone's, all the Flat Earthers are almost fighting for dumb fuck of the year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is crazy, isn't it? It's crazy it comes to that, like, uh, the banter. Some, uh, some don't like the banter. Like, some are genuinely annoyed that the, their own videos don't, don't get pushed as much. But, like... At the end of the day, I think just as a general viewer, now I'm not much into, let's say, archaeology, for example, but if I saw an, a 10-minute archaeology video that popped up in my feed and it, it had a slightly interesting heading like, you know, proof of the oldest dinosaur in the world, I'm likely to click on that because it's a 10-minute story. It's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. Then it finishes, and I'll go away, and I'll be quite happy, you know. And so I think videos like Simon Dan's and, and what I try and replicate is 
they bring in casual people that just might watch something for a laugh for 10 minutes and disappear. Whereas to actually sit and watch a Flat Earthers channel, you've got to be a Flat Earther and you've got to be looking for that kind of content. It doesn't appeal, you know, to a wider audience. So, if, so if you could give advice, right, let's take yourself out of the situation real quick. If you could mm -hmm. give advice to, let's say, Ranty or Sleeping Warrior, if you could give advice and say, look, here's how you get more people to believe Flat Earth, what would you say? I would say, number one, stop making content that <clears throat> that appeals only to the people in the community. So if you're making, if, if Sleeping Warrior is making uh, content about Ranty or Blue Marble Science or about me, um, etc., and trying to instigate some kind of long-running back and forth, the wider communities, you know, the wider people on YouTube aren't going to care. Make make something that's got a beginning and a middle and an end. It doesn't matter then if people aren't involved in it. They can just watch it, have a laugh, and, and go on the way. Yeah, that would be my advice. They need to break the echo. They, they need to break the dome. They need to break the, the dome echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You get through the invisible, non-existent dome. None of us can ever see, but it definitely must be there because otherwise physics is wrong or something like that. But I, I am very glad that you, Simon, Dan, Ruhif, Wolfie, all those guys have decided to put so much time into this because I'm not in the minority. There's a lot of people like me who have never commented on your videos who have never engaged in this game, but we just watch because it's entertaining. So yeah. we do appreciate it. I mean, you put in a lot of work, you know, it's, it's, it's not unappreciated. Oh, they, they do. Well, thank you. They do take a long time. So I do feel that people like Wolfie and Ruhif are more effective at debunking, you know, because of what we said before, that they're willing to sit and analyze observations and go on Google earth and do loads and loads of calculations. I, I try and see myself because I am a, a teacher I just see the videos as a chance to throw in some science we might have forgot since we were at school. None of it's difficult, none of it's advanced. But if I see a video on gravity, I think, oh, I can remind everybody about the formula for gravity, and I build it around that. Whereas those guys, they sit there and they really, really put some effort in and crunch numbers, and it must take them a long time oh, but to do what they do. Your comedic timing is beautiful, though. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's all done in the edit room. <laughs> I mean, I you saw the outtakes. Oh, you have outtakes? I do have outtakes. You saw the outtakes, you'd realise it's yeah, it's all done in the edit room. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's still great though. Like you're, it, it, when was the last time you made a video about uh, Dell from Beyond the Imaginary Curve? I don't anymore. Do you still use the little clips of him periodically? No, very, very rarely. And I, and and I'll I'll tell you why. When I first started, I was doing what i just advised like people not to do i was making videos that only appealed to people in the community mm -hmm. and then i got had a little bit of success and, and as i started growing with subscribers i started getting loads of comments from people saying who's that scottish guy in the shed right and i thought well people if people don't know who it is it just i don't know that just didn't feel right to me i thought i thought like if, if people don't know who he is it, it, then it's <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know. It just felt so. I thought I'm not going to put him in anymore because it's giving him attention and advertisement that he wouldn't normally have got. So I'll leave him out for that reason. All right. Ooh, Jesus, you, you've caught ties with Dell. This will be on the front page of I, I, I the have. Sun tomorrow. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll still do videos on him if he if he comes out with something that really I want to address. I'll do a, a normal video addressing it. But the whole kind of back and forth, him being my co-host, was only for the people who were in that tight community. And now my videos are being found out to people who aren't in that community. I don't think it's fair to kind of like exploit it in that way. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit over sensitive about it. No, I, I, I understand. Think... I get it. I get it. 
So going forward, what's the uh, what's the future for Conspiracy Cats? So you're not going to do any more flat earth um, material on Baldy Cats, which is your second channel, which everyone should go subscribe to right now, by the way. Uh, you're going to keep that on Conspiracy. Are you going to go into a, a more dodgy conspiracies? You know, I always wanted to look at excuse me, uh, belch down the microphone. Oh, just for that. Uh, I don't know where that come from. I can't control myself. I'm guilty of that myself, always, my friend. Don't worry. <laughs> I always wanted to do more serious conspiracies, and I wanted to look at, uh, I'm not saying I believe in, you know, certain things, but I wanted to look at what is the evidence around the, the falling of Building 7, you know, 9-11, the JFK, and then I realized when I sat down to make one that I don't know anything about it. And I thought, I'm just going to be like a flat earther if I make a video on something that I have got absolutely no knowledge on, so it's best for me to keep my mouth shut on it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look at other conspiracies, but they'll definitely be in the evolution, creationism, um, anti-vaccine, more, more stuff that I'm, I'm a bit more knowledgeable on, you know. What do you think of the this whole 5G cause coronavirus thing, you know? <laughs> like, you, you did you see that video of, of, the, of the lady um, like verbally assaulting those poor poor lads who are working for some British tech company they were putting down um fiber lines and she was saying it's 5g is it oh it's 5g is it <laughs> that's a great accent i love that <laughs> <laughs> they say such aggression don't they like don't you know like how do you how do you not know the damage but how can anybody like how can anybody link an electromagnetic wave to a physical bit of rna that integrates itself into your genome right how can how can anybody see a cause and effect relationship there? Like how, I just, I just don't understand. It's like saying if I bake a chocolate cake, you know, somebody drops dead in Australia. Well, you know, therefore I shouldn't bake chocolate cakes. I haven't got, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm, I'm in like a Soviet Union era industrial building right now where my 4G is barely penetrating the, the Soviet wall. So I'm like, oh, give me 5G. <laughs> I'll take the corona. I'll take the cancer. I'll take the chemtrails. Give it to me. <laughs> I just want faster internet. Yeah. Give it now. <laughs> no, I'm the same. It's a crazy, crazy uh, thing. But like, I, I've, I've heard people on stream say that uh, claim, just outright lie that they've been military experts and developing weapons for the military and that 5G was originally created as like some kind of mass... Um, a mass genocide weapon. You say, oh my God. What if they're right though? What if they're right and we're wrong? <gasps> well, you know what? That would be that would be ironic, wouldn't it? I would want that on my on my headstone. Like, if 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 they were right and I was wrong, I'd want someone to chisel that in. You know, cats is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that because um, we're on the cusp right now of legitimate commercial commercialization of space, where there there are commercial companies who are sending up spacecraft and i think yeah. by 2022 you'll have virgin orbit spacex blue origin you'll have all these companies sending people into space that won't be the end of the flat earth though will it? <laughs> no I, i've already had conversations like uh with some flat earthers on that where i've said to them like what do you think of this uh, SpaceX satellite train? You know, they said they were going to put satellites in space. They said we'd be able to see them. They built a website telling us where and when, and now we can see them. That's all happened in very recent. What do you think of it? And their answer has been, well, have you seen them with your own eyes? We're like, well, yes, we have. You know, <laughs> like everyone has. And they're like, well, how do you know they're satellites? 
and that's the response. How do you know the satellite? Um, there's a guy I know. There's a guy I know from Ireland, and I I I told him to be outside at this time. Look up. Because um, I'm from the southwest of Ireland in, in a county called Kerry where we have this dark sky reserve where you can see everything. And he saw them. And he came back and he was like, yeah, I saw them, yeah. And I said, well, what do you think? He was like, oh, well, look at this paper that I found from um, the US government testing solar drones. Solar drones at night. <laughs> so he, he was trying to explain that they were solar drones, but they were at night. So to be fair to him, they're so high up, the reason we can see them is because the sun is reflecting off of them and coming down to us, right? That's why we can see the Starlink satellites. So he's trying to say that, yeah, it's the sun over the horizon reflecting off these drones. They're not satellites, they're drones. <laughs> but the thing is, they, they will clutch at any straw like that, won't they? You know, yeah. They will clutch at absolutely any straw like that. Um, you know, I've heard so many examples. It's just, I don't know, but I think... In those situations, you can't speak to someone and get them to just believe you. You know, they've got to go away and slowly process over the next few months. Bloody hell, I've just seen these satellites. Am I really, you know, are they really these bloody, uh, you know, they've got to process that themselves. It'll take them a while. That's why I have a lot of respect for um, Jose, because he really went away and he yeah. really searched his soul and realized this is ridiculous, you know, and, and now he's on... Our side, <laughs> he's and he does. He he's putting into practice, like you, you said. You know, he he did go away. He did think about it, and I think he, he did realize that people out there also do need to spend a lot of time thinking about it if they're on that side of the fence because he knows the mentality. And his whole show is geared towards that. He he, he welcomes the flat earthers. He gives them the wrenches in the channel. He welcomes them on the show because he knows that if if they just turn up and he says you're wrong, you're an idiot. He's not going to help them, you mm -hmm. know, but by being welcome and, and giving them the time to trip feed this information to him and let them take it on board, he's going to be more effective. You know, he does a good job. There was a period of time there where he was still welcome on the flat earth debate. And then because he was so rational and welcoming and friendly and Jose is great. I've, I've only briefly interacted with Jose. He is, he is a really kind, genuinely warm human being. And yeah. um, to see the way he was just cast off by people who he would have still called his friends was a bit, yeah. it was a bit much. It was a bit sad. So it was, it was very sad. And, and, and I spoke to Jose when I was, when he, sorry, when he was a flat earther, when I was, it was one of the very only times I was on Nathan Oakley's show. And he was, even as a flat earther, he was patient and he was calm and he was polite. He he didn't have that trait we talked about before where it just descends into aggressiveness. Yep. He was just a, a yep. good guy, you know. What yeah, what nice. what more can we do, huh? What what can be done to to uh to uh what what can be done to like educate people? I mean because kids are so obsessed with YouTube now. I'm yeah. not a I'm not a parent. you have you have children, so like how Ooh. do you guide them to be self-sufficiently aware of what's silly and what's not because you told me at the very beginning this kid ju was just like what's this this sleeping warrior guy and you know you, it was silly but silliness often leads to something that could be potentially dangerous at the same time it does doesn't it you know and because of the the way that youtube used to hopefully it's not as bad now but it used to send you right down those rabbit holes didn't it you know and, yeah. and if you watch one of them i mean i found you more. for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> like, I, I don't know, what, what can we do? And I just think, I think the people that really fall for it, they need people in their own lives who have patience with them and aren't willing to fall, you know, are willing not to fall out with them. And I think there's very little you can do on, on YouTube. You can, I think what you can do on YouTube is you can poke fun at it and you can laugh about it and correct it so much that people yes, on the fence yes. will then not go down that hole. But I think those who were who were on on that side of it, you know, they need people in their own lives to help them out. Do you reckon Arwen would ever come out for a pint with me? Yes, but he would make you pay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'll I'll take him out on a, a night in the town in Amsterdam. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, and he's old enough. He's got. Like, I know. He's, oh Christ, he's forty. Oh man, that's uh, for once. I'm. It makes me feel young. <laughs> It does look like he's uh, he's a character. I went on his show once, and uh, we were talking about gas pressure and why gas suddenly expands. And I, I said he was talking about removing a barrier, and I said, well, he said what the gas particles do is they instantly, the instant that barrier is removed, is they make a conscious decision to to go to that lower pressure zone. And I said, well, I said it conscious. might look like that. I said they do. It does look like it instantly equalizes, but. They're not making a conscious decision to it. There's just lots of random movements that leads itself to looking like a, you know. And he was like, no, these gas particles are alive. They are making a conscious decision. Repeat after me, they are alive. And because I didn't, he booted me from the call. <laughs> it's like, where, where can you go To be that? fair, to someone who's not in any way educated in science, the, the whole why, how can we have gas pressure next to a vacuum is a compelling argument until you ask them, how does a, um, a, 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 grad, a pressure gradient work on a flat earth? And they can never give you the answer. No, they, they can't. And you're right, it goes back to like the rocket thing we were talking about before. It is counterintuitive. It is counterintuitive. Like, but then people, when we talk about, and they're very careful with the flat, with the words of the flat earthers, they will talk about pressurized environments. How can you have a pressurized environment? Like, and and they'll, you know, they'll give you these images of balloons full of pressure or a car tire which is is not what the atmosphere is, is it? You know, the atmosphere yeah. mm -hmm. does have this this gradient phase. It's not. A, it's it's a completely different analogy. But George Musa said that uh, <laughs> gravity is the not a force. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Are you talking about Einsteinian gravity or Newtonian gravity? Oh because my God, Jesus Christ! The one in two because Einstein like superseded Newton. <laughs> superseded Newton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the buzzwords, the buzzwords. Oh, fuck. Oh, my. Like BMW come along and made a better car than the original Henry Ford car, so therefore they superseded that, so the old Ford cars didn't work. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my okay, goodness. Right. What a minefield, huh? What a minefield. They are hilarious. But uh, anyway, yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to wind down for now. Okay. Um... Because it's it's very it's late here. It's ten. I got I got to be up early tomorrow morning. It was great talking to you. I'd love to do more of these. Oh, mate, any uh, this this to me has been brilliant. It's been so stress free. It's been a great. Rather than having to try and talk about maths with a flat earther, this has been a great laugh. I would love to do more of these. Well, because um, I I I'm almost like a fanboy of of all of them. You, Simon, Dan, Nathan Oakley, Steve. I've been in this thing for too long now. Like I had to step away from it because 
I was annoying my girlfriend and, <laughs> and and I would I mean there's only so many hours of looking at those weirdly photographic f- uh, photos of sleeping warriors face those black and white ones there's only so many of those you can take before you want to scratch your eyes out <laughs> Uh, I might print one off and get it framed behind me on the uh, oh, on the that would be so great. That would be so <laughs> yeah. great. Well, I, that's another oh. thing. That's another thing with him is the um, those photographs of himself he uses is textbook flat Earth. The, the narcissism, the sheer, because he does yeah. not, he does not look like those photographs. <laughs> he has a big old bloated, bloated Merseyside head on him. God bless him. <laughs> it's- it would be it's the same as me getting a picture of Idris Elba on my thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a stretch. <laughs> He's changed a little bit since that photograph was taken, hasn't he? Uh, oh my. But my yeah, no, it's it's, it's hilarious. Hilarious. But this has been fun. I would genuinely love to do more of these. It's been great. Thank you for having me on. Oh, I, it's my pleasure, man. Like I said, I've been I'm kind of like starstruck a little bit to be chatting to you in the first place because I've been watching you for so long and I never thought that I would ever be I never thought I would ever have the, a reason to chat to you but uh, the coronavirus kicked in and we have no comedy shows here in Estonia so I decided to start this podcast and I thought well I'll chat to this fella <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out it's a great idea. I need to catch up on your back. I did, uh, when you, you sent me the message, start listening to it on Spotify. And I tend to listen to podcasts when I go to bed. I get my earphones on, you know what I'm saying, and I'll start to listen. And uh, and the, the 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 end product of that is I usually fall asleep before it's finished, you know. I'm not saying I fell asleep listening to you. Like, oh, I don't, I don't blame you. Me. I do the same. I do the same. <laughs> But, uh, but I, I need to go finish that. I was enjoying it and, and get through your back catalogue. Uh, well, see, the weird yeah, thing about my good. podcast is I only talk to local comedians from Estonia and we just get drunk and talk shite for two and a half hours. Whereas for, for stuff like this, I like to keep it condensed and focused. We have to focus on our analysis of Nathan Oakley and Sleeping Warrior and, uh, and Ranty Flat Earth, you know? Oh. Yeah, well, let's uh, we talk about whatever. You, you know, if you said to me we could have had a, a beer out of... Uh, I'd have been half cut by now. It would be great fun. I'm <laughs> telling you, yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Do that next time. All right, but so no, thanks, man. Thank you. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. I'm so happy you came on. I would love to. I would love to have more of you, um, you Globers on. <laughs> like I, I'd love to have. I'd love to have. Um, uh, what's his name again? The, the New Zealander. I forget the name of. Uh, oh, Tanawok. I'd love to have him on. He he seems like a good. He seems like a good. He seems like good crack. I can, I can I can ask him if you want me to. Uh, sure. I've got him on WhatsApp, so All right. yeah, I, I, and I'm sure he will because he's a good crack. He's a cracking laugh. It's weird because I've been talking about flat Earth for maybe four or five episodes on this podcast now, and I've been referencing the likes of Nathan Oakley, but now there's like a context to people <laughs> who can understand like what this crazy thing is. And I would suggest for anyone um, listening to this podcast, don't go listening to Nathan. Go straight for Conspiracy Cats and Baldy Cats on YouTube. That's where you get all your satire, your fun, your music, your um I love your your introduction for Ranty. The uh <laughs> the Muppet. <He> doesn't <laughs> it's it's hilarious though. Uh but anyway, yeah. we're gonna wrap it up now. Thanks a million for coming on. Thank you. And um, I, I will definitely have you again. Brilliant, yeah. Let, yeah. Just get me on Skype, book me in, I will all Always be available. Let's do it again. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and good night. And uh, wash your hands and stay home.